Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it himself, as also did his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. John chapter 4, verses 10 through 14. You might have had the experience of going a long distance in the car with young children in the back seat. And if you have, you may have also had the experience of going a long distance in the car with young children in the back seat while also running out of juice or water for them to drink. It is a special kind of suffering to be trapped in a moving vehicle with no rest spot in sight, to have kids in the back who have yet to learn the concept of later or reason or politeness, who feel the need to tell you every kilometer that they are in fact thirsty, just like they were 60 seconds ago, another kilometer down the road, and they are more than happy to tell you all over again. Now, of course, this is not really their fault. Thirst is one of our most intense and primal sensations. When we are truly thirsty, dying of thirst, we would say, it can be very tough to think about anything else. Thirst has a way of dominating one's thoughts, overwhelming one's senses when it's real. As we continue the story of the woman at the well, Jesus has just asked her to get him a drink of water, which surprises her as a Samaritan. How can a Jewish rabbi lower himself to receive a drink from a lowly Samaritan woman? The conversation carries on. Jesus is cryptic. Apparently, there is a gift of God imminent. Apparently, Jesus is someone special. If you knew who I was, is his sly shift of the conversation. If you only knew, then you wouldn't be so concerned about whether to get me a drink or not. You would be asking me to give you some living water. Living water is a term at the time that essentially meant running water, water that was moving, fresh, not stagnant, could be trusted to be free of illness because of this. In a desert climate where water was scarce, often you had to trust still stagnant springs for water and hope for the best. Lucky people had access to a moving river, to living water, or to a well that filled up from below, keeping the water moving and living and fresh. Jesus, as he so often did, uses things right in front of him to create metaphors and word pictures about the gospel and about the kingdom and about the ways of God. We naturally feel thirst and we take a drink and we temporarily receive relief until thirst comes back again. Jesus speaks here of a deeper thirst, a spiritual and existential thirst that only he apparently can quench. He is offering salvation. He is offering reunion with God. And as will be made clear later in the gospel, he is offering the Holy Spirit who will be the mark of salvation for anyone who asks for it and will bring refreshing to the soul and lead us towards eternal life. Jesus points to a much greater problem than our physical thirst and thankfully offers himself as a much greater solution to the problem if we'll just ask him for it. 
For today, instead of pondering a thought throughout the day, why don't we just, at several points throughout the day, take a moment to pause and ask Jesus to refresh us in our souls, that his spirit would well up within us, and that he would draw us closer to him and the salvation that he gives. And let's thank him as we do that. Thank you.